The Chargers pulled off the upset in Cincinnati. Justin Herbert went off. The Chargers turned Joe Burrow over four times, sacked him six times in this game, and the Chargers end up beating the Bengals 41-22 to in a game where the Bengals had a furious comeback, but the Chargers fought through adversity in the fourth quarter and ended up taking a huge win in the AFC. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. Joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we are two writers who've been covering Chargers for over five seasons. Started doing our own Facebook Live show, Chargers Domination Live. Now this is our fourth season, doing as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. All right, guys, what is up? What a win for the Chargers. I mean, let's start there because it was just a crazy, crazy win that the Chargers weren't expected to win going into it. Got off to a crazy hot start. And then still almost collapsed in this game, but fought through it. Ended up getting a huge, pivotal, game-changing play with a scoop and score touchdown by Tavon Campbell. But thank you guys for making us your first listen on a Victory Monday. We very much appreciate it. And make sure to check out the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and follow wherever you get your podcast from. But David, what a win. 41-22. The Chargers move to 7-5 and on the season. They bring the Bengals down to 7-5, and which actually gives the Chargers the tiebreaker there which is why this was such an important game, right? All those tiebreakers in the AFC are so important, especially with such a cluster in the AFC so far. But the Chargers get a giant win that they needed, right? Justin Herbert was electric in this one. The Chargers found the explosive plays on the offense that were been missing for a while now, right? 30, 40-plus yard passes just in the first half, and the Chargers take a 24-0 lead. Obviously, things get hairy later on, but... They did enough in this game, and it started with the Chargers getting off to a fast start like you wanted them to do, right? On the back of those explosive plays, finishing drives with touchdowns, and the defense forcing turnovers. This game had it all, and I know they are kicking themselves for not flexing this game after what it turned out to, turned out to look like and the snooze fest that we saw on Sunday night football <laughs> between the Broncos and Truly. the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, big plays, physical, physical hits on defense, turnovers on both sides. Just a very thrilling game, a big, big lead for the Chargers. Then they almost cough it up. They come within two points of coughing up a massive, massive lead, but they play their best football when it counts in the fourth quarter to score 17 unanswered points and secure a absolutely monumentally massive win in the month of December. That's the way you want to kick off the month of this month of December, Daniel, when the games are very, very important. They pick up pick up a huge win over the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, it was probably the Chargers' best offensive performance going up against a top-10 scoring defense, right? We'd seen them really struggle with good defenses as recently as last week against the Denver Broncos. But in this game, the offense was putting up fireworks from the beginning, and the defense made enough plays the entire game. Joey Bosa leaves this game with a head injury, but somehow the Chargers' defense still rallies to make big physical tackles throughout the game. They made giant plays, stopped that two-point conversion, you were talking about on a nice run stuff there. And the Chargers did what they hadn't done in the past four games, which is forced turnovers. Two in the past four games going into this one. In this game alone, they forced four turnovers. One was a little lucky, but getting to Joe Burrow for a sack strip fumble, right? You get another fumble from Joe Mixon. Tavon Campbell takes it 61 yards for a touchdown, totally swinging the game. 
and changing the momentum and complexion of the entire game. And the Chargers also get home on Joe Burrow because that was the biggest thing. Can the Chargers get pressure? Not only did they get pressure, but they did it without their best pass rusher in Joey Bosa. They still find a way to get Joe Burrow to the ground six times, which makes everybody look better. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to cover as long. And I think one of the stats that I found from PFF is that Joe Burrow had a season-low 2.60 seconds to throw the football in this game. It's because the Chargers were all over them, and they sent a variety of different blitzes. They sent a middle linebacker blitz. They sent a strong safety blitz. They sent uh, Nazir Adderley and Derwin James on the blitz at the same time. Double safety blitz. Yeah, double safety blitz. They got really creative in this one, and it all seemed to work. When Joey Bosa, their best pressure machine, went out um, and did not return to this game, they had to really reach into that bag of tricks and, and really uh, unveil some things that they hadn't shown up to this point or had shown in just limited capacity. And it all worked and it worked extremely, extremely well. It did. And I mean, you know, obviously, as we're talking about it right now, it seems like this was a very rosy game for the Chargers, but it didn't feel like that for a lot of it. They had a lot <laughs> to overcome in this game. I mean, there was definitely a point of this where I was like, how am I supposed to talk about this on tomorrow's <laughs> show? You know, yes. like, what, what am I supposed to say? The Chargers are about to blow a 24-point lead. The Bengals have never oh, come back man. from a 24-point deficit. Like, everything was trending in the wrong direction. The Chargers' defense is actually what turned this game around, and they absolutely beat up Joe Burrow in this game. Credit to him. He took some shots. Him and Justin oh, Herbert yeah. did, but the Chargers were getting home, getting home frequently, derailed drives late in the game, with the pressure, right, causing a turnover on downs, causing punts in the second half. And it was mostly because of that pass rush. Drew Trank will get in on the action. Derwin James in on the action. Uchenu Wosu multiple sacks for the first time. Chris Ruff gets his first sack. Justin Jones gets a sack. Yeah, Justin Jones gets his first sack of the season. Chris Rump his first sack of the his career, you know. So, like, that yeah. was really cool. Young guys had to step up. And what they did to Joe Mixon, 2.8 yards per carry, only 51 yards on the day. That was the biggest thing, David. We didn't know how they were going to come and attack Joe Mixon. He had a couple of moments, right? A big, you know, 10 yard run here, a seven yard touchdown here. But the Chargers run defense looked good again. And that is a crazy thing because it's like when you're kryptonite, you're getting better at. Obviously, it's going to help out the rest of your team because that was an obvious weakness. It's obvious game plan. And when you can play the run like that and get off to a good start and get that giant lead, it just makes everything so much easier. Well, and I think one thing I saw right away in this game, Daniel, is that the Chargers defense was exponentially more physical in this game. 100%. They, they were too. 100%. I mean, it was very, very clear to me that the defensive line was getting pushed. They they cared about this. Like they they were yeah. they they were disrespected last week when they gave up that many rushing yards to the Bron to the Broncos, and they were going up in in against the Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the better running backs in the league, and they took it personally, and and it showed out there. They played very physical, and I loved it. That's what I called for. I wanted to see that physicality in the run game. They showed it, and obviously, when you get out to a massive lead, a twenty four to nothing lead, it gets really really difficult to stay committed to the run game because you just can't do that. You, you got to catch up and get points. So, I mean, coupling a, a very physical effort from the defense and a overpowering effort from the offense, that's basically the per perfect recipe against a very good running and running game and a very good runner. Yeah, he was like the hottest running back in the league going into this one, right? 165 yards in the game. Just before that, and you look at the numbers, just the raw numbers, you know, not taking into account the charges have been much better against the run lately 
but also still missing Linval Joseph, who wasn't able to return off of the COVID list. So they weren't even fully healthy. But Justin Jones, he left the game. So that will be something that has to be monitored because he has been a big part of that Chargers run defense being a lot better. But the young guys stepping up, Chris Rump stepping up, the linebackers, corners, Chris Harris Jr. gets an interception in the end zone that potentially cuts this game to an eight-point game at one point, right? So big guys making big plays, bouncing back from tough plays. I mean, the Chargers defense just had a lot of grit in Sunday's game against the Bengals. And the Chargers offense, I mean, at its peak in this game, was looking better than we've ever even seen it, potentially, you know, with how explosive they were and them getting into the end zone. Big plays from Mike Williams. Big plays from Jalen Guyton, unsung hero. Exciting football. Really exciting football. So after this, we'll talk about that explosive start. Talk about the Chargers hitting 340-plus yard passes just in the first half alone. Big Mike Williams going up and making big-time catches. And Jalen Guyton fighting for a football through defensive pass interference to get into the end zone for a touchdown. Justin Herbert let the cannon go on Sunday early. So we're going to get into that and how the Chargers started letting the Bengals kind of creep back things, get creep back into things going into halftime. But first, I need to tell you guys about Direct TV Stream. It's something that I use every day. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you guys about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites all together like never before so you can catch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy a device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, David. Well, a recap I don't mind getting into. I guess I'll start by saying that, right? Exactly. This is one of those games where like, it felt like it was going to be like, okay, we can't even do two shows on this because like nobody's going to want to hear about that terrible game. Right, for two days in a row. And I appreciate you guys always, you know, coming through for us. Even after the Chargers' toughest losses of the season, we've still had yes. a great audience. Thank so you guys. You guys are the best for that and you're real ones because it's tough to listen to shows and stuff like that. It's after tough the to do shows like that. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, David, have many times, how are we going to talk about this tonight? What what do you even say to people after you bought a 24 point lead? But they didn't. And that was a huge part of this game was the Chargers fighting through adversity and they've seen moments of that right where they seem like they're going to do something the old Chargers would do totally melt down they fight back they take their opponent's best punch and they finish out strong and that was what happened again in this one but the Chargers did what they had to do getting out to a quick start David and when I say quick I mean doesn't get much quicker than 24 to zero right and they started early first drive just like you wanted it right nine plays 55 yards you're going down to get a touchdown Dustin Hopkins misses the PAT, but that's 6-0 right there. Herbert Keenan Allen with no throwing window. That's what it says in my notes for a four-yard <laughs> touchdown. After Mike Williams gets a 41-yard gain on a pass, Andre Roberts gets a 48-yard return to start the game. Like Special teams, big play, ridiculous Justin Herbert throw. You got a little bit of everything on that first drive, but they saw Mike Williams single coverage, let it rip. They were just determined to get a big play. In this one, they went for some more, you know, in the second half, didn't have enough time. Herbert took a couple sacks. It's all part of the game. But in this one, they connected. Mike Williams gets that big play, 41 yards on the first drive. And as soon as that happens, they're like, okay, we're seeing the Chargers do some things that we wanted to see him do. They're going deep. And then Herbert, I mean, it was basically triple coverage that Keenan Allen was in. I mean, a Bermuda triangle of defenders with no window, fires it in there. And then the defense responds on top of that. And, like, that's the thing. When both teams – 
both sides of the ball are clicking, that's when this team can get really dangerous because the Bengals end up fumbling, right? And Chen Wosu gets home on the sack. Joe Burrow and the Chargers recover, and they turn that into a field goal to make it 9-0. to But things couldn't have started off any better for the Chargers. It was a perfect storm of everything that you wanted to see to start that game. I am happy that the Chargers got the ball there, too. I mean, even if they won the toss, I would have preferred that them get the football to start the game because that's how important it was to get off to a good start in this game. And they did that. And they just got they got contributions from everybody. The special teams get them started with the big return. The offense get, gets them going with the big shot plays down the field. And not to mention – that play to Keenan Allen for the touchdown was them going for it on fourth down as well. I mean, they refused to end that drive without getting a touchdown, and they did that. And that throw in between three defenders was absolutely insane. It seemed like Justin Herbert threw that ball like 100 miles an hour through those three defenders, so I just could not believe it. And, hey, Keenan Allen said there's no excuse for for not catching the football, right? I mean, he had that legendary clip. I can't really say exactly what he says because, you know, he uses a, a few choice colorful words. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't language. seen it, you know, yeah, exactly. Go check it out. And I think it's on Fernando Ramirez's uh, Twitter account. Uh, definitely a good follow there. But that's a great video. But And then you get the defense. He gets the turnover. It's just complimentary football at its finest. Special teams getting it started. Offense scoring touchdowns and defense giving the ball right back to the offense. Everything that you want to see. Yeah, and I mean, the only thing you were missing was a little bit of luck, right? And that's something the Chargers haven't had a lot of this season. A lot of bad bounces. A lot of tough breaks, to be sure. But they got one on the next drive because the Bengals trying to come back, you know, maybe pressing things a little bit, but wouldn't have mattered on the next drive because Jamar Chase had Michael Davis beat for what looked like it would be about a 70-yard touchdown, right? Doesn't end up that way because Jamar Chase bobbles it. Somehow Michael Davis is able to come away with it with a one-handed interception, right, which was too super weird. But either- Christmas came early. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers definitely got lucky on that one. Obviously, it's a concern that Michael Davis is getting beat deep, but Jamar Chase has obviously done that to a lot of dudes. He stays with the play. He gets the interception. The Chargers go capitalize on it, and that's another big thing for them is capitalizing. First play of that drive after you force that turnover, you go deep again. This time it's yes. Mike Williams again. It's exactly a what you want to see. 47-yard catch by Mike Williams, and then they find Keenan Allen wide open for a seven-yard touchdown, a little RPO. He gets wide open. J.C. Bates comes down to try to stop the run. He finds himself in the back of the end zone with the easiest touchdown catch of his career, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, like, you can't drop any passes if you're Keenan Allen. You know, if you're saying, hey, go yeah. turn up the jugs machine and start catching fastballs if you can't catch fastballs. Right. And that one, it was just a normal throw. But that other one, I mean, you have to catch that there. But the Chargers go up 16-0. to zero. They play it safe. They go for the one there. They're not trying to get the point back yet. And the defense comes through again. They go three plays at six, negative six yards and a punt the Bengals do on that next drive. And the Chargers take advantage of a Cincinnati penalty, which Chargers weren't doing a ton of in this game, which was great to see. The two teams trade a couple of punts, but the Chargers get things back together. Oops, sorry, on their fifth drive. And I'm knocking my mouse over. I was so excited about the Chargers getting off of this hot start. I mean, it, it gets worse after this. But <laughs> this was a good touchdown because the Chargers go deep again, right? This time it's Jalen Guyton in a play where we don't really see Jalen Guyton make, right? He was yeah. Justin Herbert rolling out to the right. He throws it all the way back across his body to Jalen Guyton for a 44-yard touchdown in which Jesse Bates had a defensive pass interference, right? Jalen Guyton makes a nice physical catch, comes back to get the ball, scores the touchdown, ends up putting the Chargers up 22-6. to 
And then we got to see a little Justin Herbert special, David. The Chargers run a double reverse like the Philly Philly special. Keenan Allen ends up throwing a touchdown or a two-point conversion to Justin Herbert, who emphatically spikes the ball, which is great it. to see, you know, Herbert showing a little bit of emotion, maybe a little moxie in this game. I don't know. But that was just like the cherry on top. It seemed like they were kind of rubbing it in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everything was working, though. Everything was working beautifully. And when you're able to pull off a trick play, especially when you're the Chargers, we were right. talking about before this game or before <laughs> we started recording here, that the Chargers don't have the best track record with the trick plays. They never really seem to uh, convert those. But this one Still was ex- thinking about that hook and ladder from last year against the Panthers <sighs> with Keaton Allen and Austin Eckler, the, the yeah. trick play that got away. Yeah, that that one. Come on, no, I mean, just make a better right. pitch, and it's an absolute walk off touchdown. But this one, they execute perfectly. Keenan Allen throws a perfect strike to Dark. Justin Herbert in the end zone for the two point conversion. That didn't. And at this point in time, Daniel, everything is going the Chargers' way. It was full on blowout mode, and like the thing is, is you know the Chargers, so like you know you can't yeah. celebrate too early, especially right? that early. Him. Yeah. Still the first half, right? You have to see the Chargers taking at least a 24-point lead into the fourth quarter to really feel ever good <laughs> about any Chargers game. And that's just the Chargers, whether it's, you know, new coaching staff. This is the new team. They've showed that in a lot of ways, including today. But if you're Chargers fans, you don't feel good about it. So no. they the Bengals come back on their next drive and they respond, right? Six plays, 75 yards for a touchdown. It makes it 24-6 to six after they miss a PAT. Joe Burrow hits T. Higgins for a 29-yard touchdown over Nazir Adderley and Michael Davis. That was a tough play. I mean, he easily scored on a floated ball that was really, I mean, just two guys not in great position in Adderley and Michael Davis, and he scores the touchdown. And they're right back in it, less than three-minute drive. At least they put him points on the board. So you knew they weren't going away that quickly. Charged on their next drive, did something that always allows teams back into games, right? Turning the football over. And this time, yeah. it, was, it was a funny moment because – you want to be excited about part of it, but it was a very, very bad play. And it's because Austin Eckwear ends up fumbling on a really, really close play. I mean, I think it could have gone either way. They called it a fumble. It stands as a fumble. I thought there was an angle where the ball moved. He kind of seemed like he repossessed it again and then hit knee hit the ground. Then the ball pops loose. Either way, it was close. It ends up going back the other way for the Bengals. And they end up returning it 61 yards on that. But they end up going all the way back. But Justin Herbert, David, Makes a huge tackle. So it was like I sitting next to my fiance on the couch and she's like, oh my God, Justin Herbert. And I was like cheering. I was like, no, that's a bad play. Not good. They fumbled it. Like you can't, you can't be excited about that. But yeah, like he smoked that dude. Yeah. But the Bengals were creeping back into things because they end up scoring a touchdown after that. And just like that, it's 24 to 13, right? And it's not going to be an easy game. You can know it right there. But that Justin Herbert tackle though, pretty nice. Well, it's like, does he does he play defense? I mean, I know some people are like, can can they switch him over to linebacker? I mean, <laughs> in all seriousness, yes, it was a beautiful tackle, and obviously it, it did did save a touchdown. Um, but whenever you see your six foot six quarterback uh, uh, go out and, and do something like that, you know, you know he has the size, but you're like, I don't know if I want you to do that, Justin. We, we would really prefer you to stay healthy, but. Uh, yeah, he saves a touchdown there. Obviously, it doesn't matter because they, they go in and score a touchdown on, on the next play. But uh, points off of turnovers was, was also a big theme in this game. I'm Points off of turnovers for the Chargers and for the Bengals. Uh, fortunately, the Chargers just got more points than the Bengals did. But at this point in time, you're like, oh, God. I mean, that, that, that fear was starting to, to creep into the back of your neck. Yeah, and I mean, it's just the Chargers having a chance right there to really – 
keep their foot on the gas pedal, even though they'd scored on every drive leading or, you know, they had scored touchdown 24 points is a lot for a half anytime. So it's not like they weren't scoring at all. They didn't have a super prolonged stretch, but they didn't end the half the way they would want to because you just you want to keep all the momentum on your side and you know the Bengals are going to get the ball at halftime. And then you kind of fizzle out in the first half and give the Bengals a chance to get back into things in the second half. But Joe Burrow ends up running it in from six yards out to make it 24 to 13 on that play after the fumble. But that's hard to even blame all that on the defense because, you know, the Bengals get the ball on the Chargers 19 yard line turnovers, giving them a great field position to go for that one. And the Chargers have a great chance to score again. It seems like they could have stole some momentum back on the last drive of the half, but it ends up being an interception. Justin Herbert tries to throw it to Josh Palmer, a deep ball. It gets intercepted on a play where, in my opinion, it looked like defensive pass interference. It looked like the DB got home early, right, and then ends up coming down with it in a you know weird play. But I liked the you know fact that they were still going for it deep. There was no conservative play right there. Justin Herbert made a great throw to Josh Palmer, who should have, I mean, had a chance to catch it, but got interfered with, so it's hard to really blame anyone. But that gets returned. Luckily, the Bengals don't end up scoring going into half, but they were in it. They were in the game again. The Chargers had a chance to kind of make it a laugher going into halftime where it's like, okay, you can kind of coast to a victory, even though we know that's not true because it's Charger, but it could have felt like that. And still, they end up still trickling, you know, kind of just fading going into halftime. But the nice thing is, David, is that the Chargers would respond in the second half after getting on the brink of blowing a 24-point lead. So we're going to get into all the biggest plays in the game-changing play of the game in the second half coming up after this. But first, I need to tell you guys about the best protein bar on the planet. And of course, I'm talking to you about Built Bars. The holiday season, grab the Built Bar, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat while high in protein. Built Bars are my favorite protein bar. I mean, there's so many great flavors to choose from. Always so many limited time flavors, and those are where you're getting a lot of the best ones. But the classics are where I go. The cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, those are my go-tos. But this holiday season, make sure you guys are getting the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar because people are so passionate about their favorite flavor, they'll fight for it, and things could get out of hand like it does often at the Lockdown Podcast Network in the group chats over these built bars. So if you guys want to try some bars, they have some great ones out right now. You guys can dip your bar into a piping hot cup of hot chocolate. You can guys get some marshmallow retreats like the new Built Bar Puffs that are out. We just got a new box of those. Those are absolutely delicious. I definitely love those. Always getting great new flavors at BuiltBar.com. So get something great that tastes good and also still fits on your diet because that's really, really hard to find. And you can do it with Built Bar. So make sure to go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You guys can even save some money. Get 15% off your order with the promo code LOCKED15. All caps, one word at Built.com. All right, I also need to tell you guys about the official betting sponsor of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, and that's betonline.ag. If you guys have been on with BetOnline, I mean, you guys have probably had some crazy weekends recently. I mean, a lot of great things to bet on. We just had championship weekend in college football, and now we have the playoff and bowl season coming up. And the best place to bet any professional in college football is at betonline.ag. They have the best odds, lines, and props, and you can even make your own props, play your props for games. I mean, there's so many great things to bet on at betonline.ag. And there's so many things to bet on. I mean, we're really spoiled in a time right now. I mean, a giant UFC fight this weekend coming up. I mean, I know I'm definitely going to be getting some action on that. Plus, you know, football every week in the NFL has just been so wild. So many chances to win a ton of money on the NFL so far this season in a very weird year. So from football, basketball, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, 
Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers they have available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, David. Well, the Chargers in the second half got a little sloppy, right? They continued their sloppy play, I guess I should say. But they responded, and that's the whole point of this, and we'll get to that. But it didn't start off looking good. It got to a point where you felt like they were going to give it up. I mean, they had none of the momentum. The Bengals come out after halftime, get a field goal. So that didn't really do too much. But what it did do, I mean, mentally, is it cuts it to a one-possession game. Right now, after being up 24-0, to now it's an eight-point game. Now the Bengals can potentially tie it if you don't score there, right? And that's the tough thing is because then it puts more pressure on your offense. Everybody starts pressing a little bit. And I think you saw that with the Chargers in the second half. And the Bengals slowly but surely got back into things. And it really helps, again, when the Chargers have a turnover. Like, that's how you lose these games is you turn the ball over. And the Chargers did it in the second half. And it was another fumble by Austin Eckhor that set up a touchdown from Joe Mixon, right? That makes it 24-22. to 22. And it was just like, oh, brutal. It's just not, you know, Austin Eckhor... And the Chargers' skill position players in general have had really good luck not fumbling. I mean, they've done a really, really good job. We've seen fumbles determine the outcome of way too many Chargers games in the past, David, right? Like, they had done really good all season. And now, of course, you know, in a span of three drives, you have two fumbles and an interception. And that to, to give the ball away three times and still win a game is miraculous just in general in the NFL. But it's plays like that, David, that really, really hurt the team. Luckily, the Chargers were able to stop the two-point conversion. But at this point, the Bengals had come all the way back. And you're feeling all of it as a Chargers fan. Oh, man. You uh, you go from the top of the mountain at 24 to nothing <laughs> and feeling like you're invincible and that nothing is going to hurt and everything is going to be fantastic. And then you go to the lowest of the lows almost with the Chargers coughing up that just commanding lead to where it's a two-point game. And you're saying to yourself, how in God's green earth did we get here? How did this happen? Yeah. How did the Chargers allow this to be such a close game after taking such a commanding lead to start this game? Yeah, like I said, the hysteria, the panic, the blood pressure, everything was starting to, to really rise and go out of the roof. And yeah, it was full-scale panic mode at this point, at least as a fan. But the good thing is, is the Chargers did not panic. Yeah, and on that, it felt like a big point on the two-point conversion because oh, the Chargers massive. had 17 players on the field on the first attempt from the <laughs> two-yard line, got penalized, and then the Bengals came back out, ran the ball, which you should obviously do on the one-yard line, and you have Joe Mixon. Especially and, against the Chargers. And the Chargers get a huge stop there, right? And they're celebrating, and it's like, hey, you just gave up you know, 22 straight points. Maybe, you know, maybe calm down. But it's like you could tell – Getting those like short yarded situations, being able to have one play to determine points and getting a stop there, I do think is a boost. That's that's mono mono right there. That's yeah. hey, you're gonna run it up against me and I'm gonna do everything I can to stop you. And the Chargers did. And yeah. so yeah, that's a big, big moment for them. Especially when it's cataloged as your weakness, right? Where everybody yeah. knows what they're gonna try to do against you. And that play calling is obvious. Guys came through and made big stops as they did most of the game against Joe Mixon. But in that play specifically, it didn't feel good at the time. As Chargers fans, is all you're thinking about is you just gave up 22 points to you know let yeah. them get right back into the game, and you're about yeah. to give the Bengals their first 24 point comeback in franchise history. But it did seem like it was a shifting moment for the Chargers defense because after that, they basically shut out. I mean, they did shut out the Bengals from there on out. Like as bad as it was right there, the Chargers took the Bengals' best punch, 
they handled it and then they ended up sticking with this game but it didn't feel like that right after that because it took one play in particular that really changed the game and it was another fumble this time joe mixon christian covington gets in just gets enough i don't even know how he ended up touching it he like yeah as joe mixon is running by it looked like he was untouched and you could tell he wasn't bracing for any contact pokes the ball out it goes right into the opening hands of Tavon Campbell, who has been, you know, yelled at by many Chargers fans over the last few weeks. And he ends up saving this game in a lot of ways. Picks up a 61-yard touchdown, takes it all the way back, and gives the Chargers a nine-point, you know, nine points of breathing room, basically, because it felt really, really tight up until that moment. And it, that seemed like it was really what really shifted the game, David, and put things back in the Chargers' momentum. That's one of those loosen up the collar type yeah. moments right there. You're like, oh man, thank God I got some breathing room. But yeah, that was a very it's weird blood play. Pressure medication. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a really, really weird play because it. I mean, the first couple of replays, it didn't even look like he was touched. It just right. looked like he just coughed up the ball, <laughs> and Tavon Campbell just scoops it up and and runs. And obviously, you know, the, the guy is incredibly fast. He runs a four three. So yeah, I mean, there's no no chance anyone was going to catch him, and he scores a touchdown there. And that right there definitely was the signature momentum swing of the game back in the Chargers' favor, and they would never relinquish it. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny because they never actually did give up the 24-point lead, right? They got as close as you could to it, the two-point conversion to tie the game, but they never actually fully you know, relinquished that lead. But after that, it was nice, though, because they went out and finished things. Because, yeah, they got a touchdown there. I mean, hard to really use that as an excuse for the offense, you know, not to have a productive second half. But it gave them some breathing room. And the Chargers later on the game really put this game on the edge when they got another touchdown to go up by 16 on another huge drive, right? I mean, they needed it. It's still been way too close, way closer than it should. But the Chargers end up pulling away somewhat because they end up getting a lot of plays defensively on the next Bengals drive after that play by the Chargers the fumble return for a touchdown Drew Tranquil gets a big sack and gets him off the field the Chargers come back on the next drive go four plays 53 yards get the touchdown Jalen Guyton with another giant play right in that on that drive it was definitely I mean he's had some long touchdowns so like he's had some good games but that felt like kind of the icing on the cake like they needed that breathing room badly Jalen Guyton gets it down to the one yard line after an RPO that goes to 30 plus yards beautiful RPO beautiful play call yeah, and I mean, nice run after the catch. I mean, Jalen Guyton was doing it all in this game besides, you know, being able to run the end around like we and you talked about. Everything else, he did really good. I mean, he was the Chargers wide receiver three and stepped up in a big way. But that was when it was like, okay, well, you had to do something offensively. You couldn't just keep coasting off those 24 points you had scored offensively up until that point. So I thought that was a big drive there, David, especially when you combine it with the fact down 16, the Bengals drive down the field, have a chance to cut it to eight, in the fourth quarter with plenty of time to get back into it. And another much maligned character, Chris Harris Jr., comes up with another giant play where he ends up intercepting Joe Burrow. Didn't look like Joe Burrow ever saw him. He goes down, makes it a touchback. And a play that's going to get forgotten is Michael Davis breaking up a really nice pass to T. Higgins in the end zone. That would have been a touchdown. He makes a nice play. One play later after a penalty, Chris Harris Jr. gets the interception. But that was where the Chargers put it away. After everything after giving up that huge lead, you know, it's only a two-point lead after you led by 24. They get that touchdown on offense to make it a 16-point lead, and then you get the interception that really basically sealed the game. 
Yeah, at that point in time when Chris Harris Jr. got that easy interception in the end zone, you're like, all right, now it's time to exhale and, and breathe a little bit because this game is, by all accounts, by all intents and purposes, over. Uh, and the Chargers would you know, kind of add that exclamation point, that icing on the cake, uh, cake if you will, with the field goal to, to make it a 19-point lead. But they're able to put this game away and, emphatically. And, uh, you know, I say 19 points, Daniel, but we were talking – it didn't even seem or feel like it was a 19-point yeah. victory, right? It's just so much, so many momentum swings throughout this game. But all in all, a just gigantic victory for the Chargers to start the month of December. Huge. 7-5. and five. In the AFC, I mean, you literally knocked the Bengals out of the playoffs as of now, right? Just to put yourself back into it. And I think this is the big thing now is it doesn't mean as much if you don't go take care of business against the Giants next week because that's just, you know, winning one out of the two games where you should have always won one out of the two games, right? Win two in a row, get to eight and five, and really, you know, take a stranglehold of your destiny inside of the conference and getting into the playoffs and going from there, right? Because that's what it is at this point with this flawed team. Get to the playoffs, go from there. But it's the Chiefs after the Giants. So next week will be a huge week. But for the Chargers in this game, in the AFC, to knock down another AFC opponent, to play well offensively against a good defense, to get great pressure without Joey Bosa, like these are just all things that weren't a given going into this game. And the Chargers pulled them all off. And I can't wait to get more in-depth tomorrow with, some more guys who deserve to be shouted out, right? I mean, Jalen Guyton deserves a lot of credit. I mean, there's a lot of guys who made this year a lot Adderley of big plays. Deserves some credit. Kaiser White had a great game. I mean, there's so many people to get into, and I can't wait to get into it tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow we'll definitely get into what went right, what went wrong in this one, since it doesn't have to be a double what went wrong segment. That's always a great thing. But the Chargers show that they contend, right? They show that they're contenders to be a playoff team and they showed that they probably aren't a team that you want to play once you get there just because on any given Sunday the Chargers have a chance to take you down the problem is is they've just been so inconsistent you don't know which version is going to show up but I think you saw what the Chargers looked like today when they're peaking when they're clicking on all you know firing on all cylinders that's how good they can look and it's a 24 to 0 lead a little bit sprinkle of luck in there but Justin Herbert wins his first matchup against Joe Burrow. It's something we'll talk about more tomorrow. That's really cool. Two guys who are always going to be compared together. I thought Justin Herbert was much better. And I give Joe Burrow a lot of credit, too, for dealing with that banged-up offensive line. That dude got smoked on Sunday. That dude got beat up by the Chargers. And it was great to see the Chargers getting that much pressure. Like a a victory brisket? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's smoked like a victory brisket was Joe Burrow. Smoked like a post-game victory cigar was Joe Burrow in this game by the Chargers. But it was great to see, you know, the only kind of time we had seen that is Justin Herbert going up against, you know, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, and that was it. But they lost behind a really, really good Miami Dolphins defensive performance. Justin Herbert went up against Joe Burrow, and it's not, you know, wins are not a quarterback stat, but it was nice to see Justin Herbert looking like the better quarterback in this game. Justin Herbert taking the offense on his back, using his giant golden arm to go get the Chargers a win, and the defense – most importantly, because that's the place where this team can really improve the most, really getting a win for this team. And the, the defense, I think, did that on Sunday for the Chargers against a good Bengals offense with a lot of really, really good players. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow to keep getting into that and talk about the greatest things and some of the things the Chargers need to work on from this game. But until then, make sure if you're not already, if you haven't already, to check out the new Locked on Chargers YouTube channel and subscribe there. If you guys are watching on here now, make sure to go hit that subscribe button and you can follow wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
the TuneIn app, the new Odyssey app, or wherever. If you guys want to find the show, you can also find it every day on all of our social media. You can find us on Twitter at LockdownLAC, me on Twitter at DanTalkSports, and David Drogemeyer on Twitter at DrotalkSD. We also have our new at LockdownChargers Instagram page and our LockdownChargers Facebook page. If you guys want to get in on the show and get in on the action and give your reactions to us from this game, if you guys want to keep it short and get on the show, the number is 323-524-7924, and we try to get every charge voicemail play on the show. But what a crucial, pivotal win for the Chargers in the AFC, knocking down a great opponent and really improving their chances of making the playoffs in 2021. You'd love to see it. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow to talk more about it. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.